Hey, fam. Hello. 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 Family, I gotta work, okay? And I had just got done working out. And while I was just working out, the Lord was just blessing me with, with, with the word, you know? And what I want you to understand is just like how the enemy was in Eve's ear in Eden, it's the same thing with you. He's in your ear make, asking you, are you sure God said this? Are you sure God said to do it like that? I don't think that's going to work. I think you should give up. You know, everybody else in your family never did it. How you going to be able to do this? Who 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 going to want to invest in your business? Who going to want to listen to what you got to say? Like, that's what the enemy's going to say because he's trying to deter you away from where God wants you, right? But it's up to you whether you want to bow or whether you want to stand firm on what God said. And I think a lot of times, you know, we always, we be like, I ain't Eve, like, how could you? But every day we are in the presence of God and we choose to fall. You know, we choose to go against what we know God told us to do. And today, I really just wanted to talk to you about withstanding the temptation. Withstanding the temptation. God is saying that temptation that is placed before you, it is not to derail you. It's not, it's not for your bad. God is trying to teach you a lesson out of the temptation. He's trying to teach you how strong you really are. He's trying to teach you that you really are a warrior. He's really trying to teach you that you are more than a conqueror. He's trying to teach you that you are victorious. But you got to withstand the temptation. You know, when we get tempted, right, we begin to feel bad about the temptation. But we're not the one tempting. It's, the enemy's the tempter. So he wants to tempt you what he, what he knows that will entice you, right? But there's no sin in the temptation because even Jesus was tempted and Jesus never sinned. The sin is when you go along with the temptation, right? And so after I got done working out, I was just sitting, I was drinking my water, and I was just lit. I was listening to my music. I was lit. And my sister, she cooking shrimp. And I'm not going to lie, that butter was smelling good. But you know what I had to tell myself? I had to tell myself, no matter if it, I wasn't, I was still working out. I was doing some squats. But I took a break. And um, when I, I went to go finish the rest, I was like, that smells so good, right? But it really wasn't me. I was being tricked. But you know what I said? I caught it. And I was like, nah. I was like, my purpose tastes better. My purpose smells better than that. Like, my, my promises taste way better than that. So I'm not even about to bow down to that. God just wanted to see, will you withstand the temptation? He, he allows the temptation to happen. He, he made a way out. But he's allowing it to happen to see, will you withstand it? That's why the Lord set Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden, everything that they needed was right there. But God wanted to test them to see what they fall into temptation. What they what they desire something outside of what God has gave them. And you know, God has made you some promises. God has promised you health. He has promised you just wealth and all around in your life and your mental and your business and your finances and your family. He's promised you those things. And he's sitting you in the midst of your temptations. And you got this doubt in your mind. You got fear in your mind. You got all these different things. But God is saying, will you withstand it? Will you choose to remember what I told you? 
or will you desire to fall into the temptation because it seems easier to attain? So I want to take you. Hold on. Give us a second. I'm going to take you to Luke 22. Let's go to Luke. Luke 22. And it's funny, right? Because we hear submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Right, come close to God, and God will come close to you. And you know, if you if you really think about it, we can learn from Eve. Eve didn't resist the enemy, so he didn't flee. He st- she she conversed with the enemy. She was she was allowing him to to entice her with this wisdom, but everything she needed was already within her. God formed her. The Bible says that He formed her. That means like. He built her like everything she needed was within herself and she didn't need nothing outside of herself to attain the wisdom that she had. She was in the presence of God. Right. But it's always that desire of we think something else that we that's outside of us can fulfill this. But everything you need is already within you. But I like I said, let's go to Luke 22 verse. What's what verse I say? you? I don't remember. Verse 40. And um, it says, there he told them, pray that you will not give into temptation. So that is in that time of evil where you're being tempted. And it's even an uncomfortable predicament for you you feel uncomfortable because it's unwanted thoughts like sometimes it just be an unwanted thought you be like i don't want that what you do is you pray that you do not fall into temptation father god i need you to come rescue me father god i need you to be my shelter i put my trust in you god i submit to you and no matter what that enemy is saying to you you resist him you ignore him you begin to speak the word of god over yourself and he will flee from you the closer you come to God, the farther that temptation will go away from you because that that temptation cannot withstand in the presence of God. It just is, it cannot withstand. And even if we keep reading, it said we walked away about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed. Father, if you are willing, please take the cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. See, his temptation, the temptation he was facing was that he didn't want to do it, but it was the will of God. He didn't want to. He was like, if there's any way you can take this, you know, take it. But not my will, yours. That's how you submit. Even when you don't want to drink of that cup, you submit to God. And you say, it's not my will, but it's yours. <laughs> Father, you know I ain't trying to do this, but let your will be done. Right? And it says, then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. See, it's <laughs> it's funny because 
I was laid across, at one point, I was laid across my bed, child. I just was, like, calling out to him. And I was like, I know my father said 12 legions. But I said, right now, I probably need, like, 15 of them because I need, like, 15 legions, child, because I need some strength. And when I tell you, my God, strengthen me. God, no prayer is too small for God. No prayer is too small. He just wants to see if you will lean on him. He wants to see if you will pray even more fervently. That's all he wants. It's just to see if you will pray more fervently. And it says he prayed more fervently. And he was in such agony of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. At last he stood up again and returned to the disciples only to find them asleep, exhausted with grief. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you not give into temptation. Right now it's not time to be asleep. It's not time for you to be slumber. Okay, it's not time for you to have your, your your eyes closed. It's time to have your eyes open and really understanding what is going on. We are in a war. This is a war for your soul and your soul and then all of God's other souls, child. Do you see how in these schools they're trying to pervert these children? They're trying to have these children thinking that at this point they don't even have to have their parents' permission to change their gender. These children do not know anything until you teach them and they're trying to corrupt these children and that's like one of the examples i'm trying to give it's not time to be sleep it's not time it's time to stand up it's time to take a stand and and speak boldly about what's going on child right so i want to take you hold on okay let's go to John 8, John 8, because I want to tell you, the enemy also is going to accuse you. (laughs) He is the accuser of the brethren. So when he tries to come to you with false accusations and be like, God can't forgive you. You did this, you did this, you did that. And he tried to bring up all these scenarios, child. Even if you got your hand hand caught in the cookie jar and you got the crumbs and the chocolate on your shirt, still, this is what what you need to do. It says they were trying to trap him to saying something that could be used against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, all right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. So what God wants you to do, he wants you to be slow to speak and quick to listen. He wants you to hear what he got to say. And that is what you stand on. Not your human reasoning, not no, oh, I did this, did that, I'm unworthy. No, you submit to God. You resist the devil and he will flee from you. Jesus didn't just go right on at it. He he waited a second. He he was slow to speak and he was quick to listen, okay? And it says, then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I go and sin no more. Period. That enemy wants to make you feel like you're just too disgusting. You don't feel too far from God. That There's no way that you can come back from that sin that you have committed. But I'm telling you today, when you confess your sins to God and you ask him to clear that slate and you, uh, you give him your heart and you are in true repentance, he will tell you where 
or your accusers. Didn't even one of them condemn you? And you going to be like, nah, Lord, ain't none of them condemn me. And he going to say, neither do I. Go and sin no more. Why are you allowing the enemy to tell you your fate when he's already destined for hell? How are you going to let somebody tell you hell bound where you about to go? He, he can't even accuse you with anything because he's already guilty. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let me tell you something. For generations, your family has not been able to tap in to the kingdom, truly be free. And God has raised you up for such a time as this to go back and get what was stolen from your family for generations. And we not letting no demon, no devil, no imp, no serpent, no cobra, no none of that. We ain't letting none of that stop what God is doing in our lives. Do you hear me? We crushing every serpent's neck and every tongue that rises up to accuse us. We will condemn it in the name of Jesus. Do you understand me? It's time to put on the righteousness of Christ. Okay, you see what you could do. You remember when you was in the world, you see what you could do. Now you know that you definitely need the righteousness of Christ. You need to be washed and cleansed in the blood, okay? And God says when he forgives you, he removes your iniquities as far as the east is from the west. How he removes your sins. He don't remember them no more. He forgets about them. So as God forgets about them, you forget about them too, okay? If it's a time where you need to use it to set a captive free, okay, we set a captive free, but we're not going to allow that to put condemnation on you. Don't condemn yourself. There's no condemn condemnation when you're in Christ Jesus. Okay. Um, I want to take you to First Corinthians chapter ten. So let's go to First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. And it says, okay, wait, 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 wait. Let's go to verse 12. If you think you are standing strong, be careful not to fall. The temptation in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. So, my dear friends, flee from worship of idols. You are respons responsible. Uh, no, not responsible, my bad, y'all. You are reasonable people. Decide for yourself if what I'm saying is true. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's let's run that back. Let's run that back. Let's run the thing back. He said, when you are tempted, he will show you a way out so you can endure. That's why you submit to God. You resist the devil and he will flee from you. When you come close to God, God will come close to you. But are you going to sit there and you want to allow the enemy to talk in your ear? You want to have a conversation with him? Are you going to allow him to keep on speaking his lies to you? And then are you going to bite the forbidden fruit? And are you going to be behind the fig leaves hiding from God? That's what's wrong with people nowadays. People don't listen to the, the serpent so, so, so long that they're running away from God. People don't want to see a true move of God because they're so blemished in their sins. But you're not like that. You're a reasonable person. You know what I'm saying to you is the truth. He says, so my dear friends, flee from the worship of idols. 
it down whatever that is that you put before God. Is your phone an idol? Is, is, is that weed an idol? Is that, that shot an idol? Are you using fornication as an idol? Is food an idol? Is your own human way of thinking an idol? Is your job an idol? Is your finances an idol? What is an idol to you? Put it down. Flee from the worship of it. Decide for yourself if what I'm saying is true. So, I'm going to pray for you. And then if you want to say anything else, he, you know, I already know he's going to show up and say it. But let me pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you that you give us a way out of temptation, Father God. I thank you that you lead us from temptation, Father. I pray. I thank you that we del- that you deliver us from the evil one, Father God. I just thank you. Lord, I'm praying for your child receiving this word. Father, I'm praying that she begins not to yield to temptation, but she leans on you. She asks you to deliver her from the evil one, Father God. I pray that she begins to realize that she is a curse breaker, Father, that you have anointed her to be queen for such a time as this. Lord, I pray that she does not lean on her own human reasonings, but that she will bring it captive and make it obedient to what you have said, Father God. I pray that all the serpents that's trying to speak into her life, Father God, is silenced by the blood of Jesus. Lord, I pray that she begins to stomp on that enemy's neck that has been going throughout the generations, Father God. As your word says, he might strike your heel, but we shall crush his head. Allow her to realize that she is a serpent head crusher, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Allow her to begin to see that the weapons of her warfare is not carnal, but she uses your mighty weapons, Father God, that her true weapon is in her tongue, Father God, and it's your word. By having your word on her tongue, Father God, she shall move mountains, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just want to thank you one more time for just giving us the power of life and death in our tongues, Father God. And I pray that you teach each and every one of your children how to use this power, Father God, for your glory, Lord. No longer will they speak death over themselves, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just want to just thank you again because you good. You you good, good. <laughs> you real good. I can't believe you not butter good. But it's in your name that I give you all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Okay, sis. So, I'm going to let you go. But no no temptation can overcome you. No temptation can overtake you. Okay? I want you to store that in your heart. That no temptation can overtake you. You're okay. You know what God told you. And stop second-guessing yourself. You are the daughter of the most high God. And see, one thing I love about God, and I was thinking about this earlier. One thing I love about God is that when he came and got me out of the pit, out of that grave I was sitting in, child, what he did was he woke me up to my identity. He began to show me that I'm his child. I'm an heir to the throne, child. So once he woke me up to that, it just 
was life changing because you can't go back like child once you know you royalty you can't go back to nothing else like i know i'm a queen for such a time as this and i just can't you can't just forget that this is i want to remind you that you are heir to the throne when you walk into the room they shall be greeting you like your highness you are royalty Okay, the Bible says you are a royal priesthood, child. I'm not telling you something that ain't biblical. Okay? I want you to remember who you are and whose you are. You don't got to sell yourself short. And you deserve everything that God has for you. Everything that God has for you, deserve it. And he showed you that. By Jesus dying on the cross, you were worth his blood. Child. Mm. So you just let that, you just let that fest in, in your spirit the day that you are a, a queen. You are the child of the most high God. You are an heir. <laughs> child, listen. So you already know it's the time of this podcast where i'm gonna give you a little bit of my shameless plug a little bit of my um what's the uh you know just everything that's in the description box basically but you already know that if you want to follow me on my social medias all of them is down there my emails is down there for bookings and just for personal um what else is down in the description box if you want to support within her beauty my cash app my venmo and it's something else down there. Oh, the support thing. If, if you want to support within her beauty with a monthly contribution out of that could be ninety nine cent, four ninety nine, nine ninety nine. Thank you. If the Lord is leading you, I just thank you for your generosity, and I will be praying that the Lord blesses you seven times a hundredfold, child. That's my prayer for you. Just thank you in advance. Um. And within her beauty website is coming up very, 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 very soon. I told you go follow me on my social medias and be on the lookout because your sis is popping out like her father, like a thief in the night when you least expect it. But boom, I'm just be on your screen, so be prepared for that. Um, when my website drop, I'm already going to make a whole separate podcast for when I drop my website. But it will be one-on-one meetings on there that you can book. If you're feeling like Nicodemus and you need to book you a meeting, period. I got you. You'll be able to go and schedule you a meeting. It's an hour long. It's one-on-one. It's on Zoom and it's live, obviously. It's a face-to-face live, one-hour Zoom where you can just let it all out in the presence of God. And we just going to allow the Holy Spirit to move in the atmosphere. So, I think that's it. If not, you already know, just go ahead and check that link down at the bottom. Um, I love you so, 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 so much. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.